listening to Phanalysis, a sci-fi and fantasy TV show podcast. In this episode, we are doing sort of an unusual thing. This is supplemental material to our, our Supergirl discussion. This is exclusively about Lena Luthor and the Lena Luthor Cara Danvers relationship, except not necessarily what is just seen on screen. This is sort of like us taking the subtext and just like wallowing in it. <laughs> so this is like supplemental material to our regular discussions. So if you're super into it, this is for you. And if you're not into it, skip this episode. <laughs> so let's try that opening theme music again, shall we? is completely us talking about the subtext we see between Lena and Kara. So if you're not into it, skip ahead. So the our episode discussions, I think we're going to reserve for what actually was supposed to be happening on the screen. Where You know, mostly. <laughs> mostly. Whereas these episodes are going to be, oh my god, <laughs> clearly they are in love. <laughs> Did you see that look? Clearly that look means something. Yes, it means all the things. So that's what these episodes are going to be. Again, if, if that is not your thing, skip it. We will not be offended. This is just for for people who want to wallow in the subtexty and not quite so subtexty in some cases, I think. Goodness. Between Lena and Kara. Because Stephanie has just been super excited about it. <laughs> And I was so excited about this particular episode of Supergirl. I watched it live, y'all. Live! I don't do that. She almost never does that. I almost never do that. So that is how excited I was about the return of Supergirl featuring featuring heavily Lena Luthor. And I was not disappointed by the episode generally and by Lena Luthor specifically. Lena, you can never disappoint me, Lena. But... <laughs> But can I just start by saying how amazing Lena looked in this episode? Would it be possible for me to stop you from doing that? <sighs> Come on, Chris. Not that I would try. <laughs> Thank you. But I mean, granted, she usually looks amazing. I just thought she had some particularly amazing outfits in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I especially think she should wear red and blue more often. She had some excellent red and blue outfits. You mean so she can match with her girlfriend? Yes. <laughs> I'm also really tempted to say something really saucy right here, but I probably shouldn't because we have a clean rating in iTunes. <laughs> now I'm curious. I think what I'm saying is I think Lena should just wear Supergirl more often, like a hat maybe. <laughs> <laughs> like a hat, she said. <laughs> Kara is her favorite, after all. <laughs> Kara is her favorite, yes. But come on, the apartment scene, it was really cute. They, they it seem, was really cute. Yes, and they seem like buds. Okay, fine, they seem like buds. But did you see, did you see the hungry look? <laughs> Lena was shooting Kara as she was walking toward the door. There's... And not for baked goods. No, her baked goods were in the trash can it, it, it was like Lena hadn't ha eaten in three days and Kara looked like a delicious cupcake. Like, it just, the look was hungry is all I'm saying. I mean, I feel like we should let the audience know that we have started referring to Katie McGrath as Flirty Face McGraw. 
because uh, that yeah, that that is just who she is. And uh, in full force, this entire episode. I wasn't entirely sure how I should be interpreting Kara's uh, facial expressions when Lena was telling her about Jack. She seemed a little irritated about hearing about the ex-boyfriend through most of it, but not all of it. So I don't know. Maybe it, it, I don't know. It's making for some excellent Tumblr posts, though. I'm sure. <laughs> Kara also very pointedly refers to herself as Lena's good friend Kara in, in that apartment scene. And I feel like we need to start a, dr- a drinking game where we take a shot whenever they refer to each other as friends. It is happening a lot and very pointedly, and I'm not entirely sure where to take it. I mean, I know where my brain is going with it, but... <laughs> <laughs> You know, they're just gals being pals, that sort of thing. (laughs) Bezzy mates, one might say. Bezzy mates, as someone might say, yes. Someone named Flirty Face McGraw. McGraw. Oh, dear. But speaking of said boyfriend about whom Kara seems conflicted, conflicted, (laughs) I felt like Kara looked super uncomfortable, maybe even a little bit jealous, when Lena was giving Jack a hug later on in the episode. Okay, so also in that scene, we have Lena introducing Kara to Jack. And Kara's response to that is like way out of proportion to what it was. <laughs> I know, like Lena pays her a, a, a polite compliment and, and she just laughs and laughs and laughs. And it, 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 it was very out of proportion. You're correct. And it's so reminiscent of a scene in season one where James makes this really terrible joke about oh, tea. About tea, yes. At Noonan's. Mm-hmm. And because Kara's there with Alex and he comes up and he says something about, you know, oh, I, I come here to get this drink that's really kind of hard to find. Tea. And then Kara just bursts out laughing. And Alex is just kind of like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and it is basically this exact same reaction. It is. I I, I don't entirely know what, yeah, like what we're supposed to take from this besides... <sighs> also, we keep seeing this kind of reaction from Kara to Lena. Mm-hmm. And it is reminiscent of season one and the whole Kara has a crush on James thing. And uh, it is like it's it's just it is the reaction that that a person would have to being flirted with mm-hmm. and appreciating it. <laughs> <laughs> and when Kara is awkwardly laughing way more than she should, I guess maybe we're supposed to interpret that as Kara is flustered and doesn't know what to do. But it's still, like that's way way out of pro- anyway. But, but it just seems like Kara's always a little bit flustered around Lena. Yes. Mm-hmm. As if she really likes her or mm-hmm. something. Maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know that, that Lena is partially, she's supposed to be looking impatiently at Kara when she's doing this, but honestly, it, it she doesn't look that annoyed. She just looks like she thinks Kara's adorable <laughs> as, she, as Kara's laughing like a, like a ridiculous person. I mean, she is adorable. I know she is adorable, isn't she? I just, I can't, I can't blame either one of them for the reactions they have to the other. I really can't. I get it, you (laughs) too. And then, okay, and then there was the scene where Kara crashes Lena's date with Jack. Mm -hmm. And Lena just seems so touched that... She seems pretty flattered by it. Yes, that Kara cared enough to come 
try to be, you know, her wing woman kind of sort of, I guess, is what's happening. <laughs> or anti-wing woman? I'm not I, sure. Uh, who knows? How, how does that work? I, yeah, I, I don't entirely know that that setup. Uh, but she just seems so touched by it. And, and her reaction, she just like gives this little slight smile and like, oh, she really cares. Or is it like, oh, she really cares? Hmm. Does, does... <laughs> how really does Kara care? I wonder. <laughs> Why, whatever do you mean, Stephanie? <laughs> And I, and I love the return of the the you know, kind of what what are friends for motif because Lena says that to her in a in a previous episode you know what are friends for and 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 Kara says that's what friends are for and I I just want to point out that what Kara is saying to you Lena is that friends <clears throat> friends are for keeping their friends from making mistakes in their relationships with people. And so maybe Lena, you could return the favor to Kara if you get what I'm what I'm hinting at here. <laughs> As her friend, maybe <laughs> there's a way you could help her out if you think that she's in a not appropriate relationship with someone or making a mistake potentially. <laughs> it sounds like somebody, Stephanie, uh-huh, might be projecting. <laughs> At me? <laughs> yeah, at <hit> you. <laughs> and also me, to be fair. But Kara interrupting the romantic moment between Jack and Lena, Kara was me in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, to be fair, you can't blame Lena for this either, because Rahul Kohli is an attractive man. And very charming. Very charming. And Jack seems like a nice guy when he's not being brain controlled. Yeah, that wasn't his fault, poor dude. I just said brain-controlled. That's not really a thing. Mind-controlled or brainwashed. Those are the two reasons. But after after crashing her date with Jack, Lena's all like, oh, you know, Mike seems nice. Maybe we can double date. And was it just me or did Kara seem very disappointed that Lena didn't seem to want to be Kara's date on that double date? I mean, to be fair, <laughs> Lena didn't really specify who would be dating whom. That is a good point. Because <laughs> Mike was super into super Jack. Super into just Jack. Yes, I am on board with this. But <laughs> that, that is, you know what? You're, you've opened my eyes, Chris. I was reading the scene the entirely the wrong way. <laughs> but I feel like Kara got the impression that Lena wasn't going to be her date, and she seemed super disappointed to me. Yeah. I mean, wouldn't you be? <laughs> So I had two moments in this episode when I squealed. Well, <laughs> once I squealed, the second time I just was shouting at my television angrily. <laughs> so I squealed when Lena showed up at Kara's apartment because it was it was prefaced by that scene, you know, where Kara's at the DEO and they tell her there's not really much going on and all of her friends have something else to do and Earlier in the season, those scenes were like segueing into, and now Kara runs into Monel. And so when there was a knock at the door and it was Lena, I squealed. <laughs> I was so happy. So I just want to point that out. Before Kara was alone, she ended up running into Monel. This time, Kara was alone. Who comes around? Lena Luther. Just saying. Second time I, I audibly reacted to the episode was when they walked over to that water pitcher in Lena's office. I have strong feelings about that moment, Chris. I don't... Under I know you do I, because you keep telling me about it. 
I don't. It's been two days since the thing aired, and I have heard about this at least three times. I don't understand why they filmed that scene that way. It made it look like they were gonna kiss. It was like, I, I just don't understand. Was that intentional? Was what am I supposed to think, Chris? <laughs> what, uh? I don't know what you're supposed to think. It's making my brain kind of explode because Kara's all like leaning forward and looking at her like her eyes are flickering back and forth between Lena's eyes. And, like it looks like they were going to kiss. I knew they weren't. But then it was like, why are they framing the shots so close like this? They don't. This is a weird. It, what is what is happening? I, I It kind of blew my mind a little bit. My mind is still blown. Clearly, I have to confess to you, Stephanie, I didn't think that at all when i was watching the episode (gasps) i'm alone it's okay i'm used to it i mean i'll happily interpret it that way now (laughs) but it wasn't a thing that i was thinking before really but the body language chris i knew it wasn't gonna happen well i knew it wasn't gonna happen either but then the 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 framing of the shots was very misleading to me probably meant to signify like the closeness of their of relationship. Their friendship, you mean? Yes. I know. <sighs> but there was leaning. There was body language that was not it was more than just the friend thing. I did I the water pitcher scene kind of destroyed me. Everybody can tell. <laughs> and it's okay if you didn't see it, Chris. I understand. You're more reasonable than I am when it comes to these things. <laughs> Words you never thought you'd hear Stephanie say. (laughs) Okay, so do you remember the trailers that came out before this episode? Heck yeah, I do. (laughs) The really intense ones? And what were they saying? Something about, like, how far would you go for love or something like that? Except because it's a trailer, it's, how far would you go for love? (laughs) And then I think there's, like, for justice or something after that. Yeah, like it keeps going. Okay. <laughs> but there is there is odd timing in that if they're trying to get us to not think certain things. Exactly, because I'm trying to think about this episode and what would that question, how far would you go for love, apply to besides the fact that Lena chooses to kill Jack instead of letting the little nanobot storm things kill Supergirl. I just, I don't know what else in this episode it would apply to. Unless it's talking about that, but not about Kara, but rather about Lena and Jack. Why are you being so reasonable, Chris? I'm worried. <laughs> I'm just like, what is it that the marketing people are thinking? I know, are but... Are they thinking that, or are they deliberately, like, walking a line here? I don't know. I don't know. In between know. the two things it could be. <laughs> because it's like... I don't. I, I guess that maybe is what they're getting at is that she killed him to put him out of his misery because she loved him. I don't know, but it's just it was very bizarre marketing for this episode. Unless they're appealing to people like us <laughs> who are like, you know what's great? <laughs> when Nina and Carl look at each other, because <laughs> fandom got so much mileage out of that little clip that they used in there because it was like for love, and then they showed the snuggling scene. Because there was a snuggling scene. That was legitimate snuggling. That, that There was nothing that can be called besides snuggling. I mean, it's not that I haven't snuggled like that with my friends, but not very often. And, and 
not usually quite that touchy feely. I, I just there was a hand caress. There, there was hand caressing. <laughs> Again, this is this is like flirty place McGraw, kind of like taking it to the next level. It also felt like there was an almost forehead kiss. I know. I'm kind of disappointed it didn't actually happen because there was this moment where that was the moment where I got really excited. <laughs> Because there was that moment, right? Come on. Where where Kara leans in and her mouth kind of like gets closer to Lena's forehead, but then she turns her head and kind of just rests her head against against Lena's. Just at the very least, it looked like there was going to be like a little nuzzle or something. Come on. (laughs) I ask for so little, Stephanie. I know. We we (laughs) I'm even be trying to be reasonable about the about the weird promo. Come on. And like it was really sweet that that Lena saved Supergirl and and killed Jack. That's not so sweet, but I mean it was it was nice, I guess. But I I just feel bad for her. I just want Lena to have nice things, and she can't seem to have nice things. But I was thinking about this earlier. Like this is the second time we've seen Lena Luther kill a man. Yeah, and each time it's to protect one of the Danvers sisters. So mm-hmm. I mean, if there's ever a good reason on this show, I feel like protect the Danvers sisters at all costs. So I feel like we need to talk about those flowers that Kara brought to Lena when she was sad. I here, Here's another suggestion for, uh, for a ship name. The flower friends. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> there's some, there's some symbolism in flowers, isn't there, Chris? <laughs> I've heard that before. Yeah. <laughs> But okay, so because because yes, thank you. They are flower friends because <laughs> oh my god, I just uh, mm, images in my head. Okay, so <laughs> Lita filled Kara's offices office. Excuse me, she only has the one with flowers when Kara, you know, believed in Lena and didn't think she did the bad deed and all that business, and now Kara is bringing Lena flowers. And those were not a very typical sympathy bouquet, were they? No, it was. I, that was my thought when she walked in with those. I'm like, that is bright and colorful and cheerful. Probably too much for. Sorry, you had to kill your your ex boyfriend. Mm-hmm. It's a weird choice. It is a weird choice. But the good the good people of the internet, the good flower companies of the internet. <laughs> They they provide, you know, different meanings behind the colors of roses because they did appear to be roses. And it looked to me like an, a, an assortment of like red and orange and yellow roses. Is that what they were those the colors you saw, too? I didn't catch any orange, but I believe you that they're there. OK, it might be that they're a red, but they kind of looked orangey to me. It was kind of hard to tell. But I was reading online. <laughs> as you do. As I do. And I saw a couple of florists recommending bouquets of like red and yellow roses to sort of suggest that your 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 love, like your romantic love, is also your friend. Because, you know, the red roses are the roses of like love and desire and passion and romance, whereas the yellow roses are you symbolize friendship. And the like a yellow rose that has red tips to it was was suggested to me in that to represent like friendship that's turning into love. And it did kind of look like maybe there was some yellow roses with red tips in that bouquet. I, I was going by grainy pictures on Tumblr, so I could be wrong. <laughs> but you didn't like freeze frame it and then enhance. <laughs> I tried, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> 
Because <laughs> that's how I was. That's how I've been picturing it in my head since you mentioned this. I was going by Grady pictures on Tumblr just because Tumblr already did the work for me. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. but you know, so if if one is so inclined one being me, so inclined <laughs> to read into those choice of flowers. Uh, there could be something there. I'm just saying. Okay, you, you looked up orange flowers also, right? Orange roses? Yes, orange roses represent like passion and enthusiasm. Cara! <laughs> <laughs> so, Enthusiastic passion, you say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, you know, if there are orange roses there, again, I might be misseeing, mis- Red, orange, yellow, it's all very, like, romance and passion and also friendship. So Also, uh, they're the two colors used in her family crest. That is true. Red and yellow. And what does the family crest mean? It means stronger together, which we will happily put romantic implications behind. <laughs> it, it can stronger together in, in all relationships, but I think what we're saying is Lena and Kara, stronger together in a romantic way. Please. With their faces on each other's faces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> their faces were actually on each other's faces, kind of, at the, at the end. They so. were on each other's faces. And, and, like, and we mentioned the forehead kiss thing. It felt like a couple of times in this episode, like, Kara had to restrain herself from kissing Lena. There was the forehead kiss thing, which I think, you know, if I'm being realistic, there was, there's more to actually suggest that maybe she might have gone to like the actor i mean was maybe gonna kiss her on the forehead but didn't do it for whatever reason but in that earlier scene by the water pitcher i'm going back to the water pitcher scene chris (laughs) as you do the water pitcher moment was my water cooler moment i'm going with it okay so Kara is she's like look she's leaning in and she's looking at lena and her eyes are darting back and forth i was describing this earlier and it seriously looked like she might kiss her but then she kind of like slumps back and says well at least promise me blah 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 like it felt like Kara had to hold herself back from expressing more to lena not maybe kissing her in that context but like expressing more than she ended up doing in that scene so I felt like I thought of a third instance where it felt like she was holding herself back. Oh, there was a moment when, when she was Supergirl where it looked like she was maybe going to hug Leah, Lena after she like rushed her over and saved her, but she didn't hug her. That one was more iffy. That might have just been me staring at a gif for too long. <laughs> <laughs> Is that not what, what fandom does? <laughs> I, I don't think people are judging me, but I'm just saying, I admit that might just be me staring at a gift for too long and is not actually there. But there was, I don't know. I, I, it just it feels like Kara wants to express more to Lena than she can. I just want her to express everything, Chris. <laughs> like her eternal love. Not just her eternal protection, but her eternal love and devotion. I ask for so little. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Stephanie. But oh man, I was really looking forward to this episode all through the hiatus, and it did not disappoint. It 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 provided some good Carolina subtext fodder for my confused, heated little brain. <laughs> <laughs> the Lena did not find out that she was Supergirl. That was yeah, not yet. Yeah, I, I think wonder if that's a thing that's coming. It it seems likely, but the the whole burned 
reveal the revealed s from the the burning car explosion thinking i can say words <laughs> did not actually lead to lena you're just distracted thinking about confessions of eternal love i'm distracted by flirty face mcgraw's flirty face <laughs> it's what i'm distracted by that too yeah i don't i'm not looking at a picture to be clear it's just in my head and it's distracting <laughs> me <laughs> That and flirty face being held in Kara's strong arms. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a thing that canonically happened. <sighs> I think I'm done. Okay. I felt I did you have anything else you wish to express, Chris? I did not mean to walk all over you with my enthusiasm. I'll send you some orange flowers later on. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and it'll just be like, I don't know. Stephanie, are you hitting on me? Always. <laughs> <laughs> I feel awkward now. <laughs> so thank you all for listening to me. For indulging Stephanie. <laughs> for indulging me. Chris is just is like, I, oh my this god. This is what I hear every single day. <laughs> this is why Chris wanted me to just get it out there so she could, I could just shut up and she could have some peace and quiet. So thank you for listening to I me blather. mind. You can, you can send your blathering about the the greatness of, of Lena Luther and the, the clear love between Lena and Kara that exists but is unspoken. And <laughs> <laughs> That's what fanfic and fan art is for. You can get in touch with us in a variety of ways. You can send us an email, feedback at askgenretv.com. You can send us a voice message in a couple of ways. You can either record a voice memo on your phone and email it to us, or you can call our listener voicemail line at 972-514-7223. Find us on Twitter at AskGenreTV. Analysis is part of the Ask Genre TV family of podcasts. You can find our other podcasts about Lost Girl, Orphan Black, and some other things over at AskGenreTV.com. Thanks so much for listening. Bye.